Welcome to Chief Chat, the official podcast of the Army and Air Force Exchange Service, the Department of Defense's largest retailer. Chief Master Sergeant Kevin Osby, the exchange's senior enlisted advisor, discusses readiness, resiliency, and your exchange benefit with military leaders, Hollywood A-listers, athletes, and more. What is up, my exchange family from all over the world, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chief Chat. My name is Chief Mass Sergeant Kevin Osby, and I'm your senior enlisted advisor for the Army and Air Force Exchange Service. Before we get started with our guest today, I would like to introduce my lovely co-hosts, Leah Matthews and Julie Mitchell. How y'all doing? Hey, good to see you. And it's like our first Chief Chat of the year with the three of us, so. No, the band is back Yes, we're back. Absolutely. <laughs> full force. Yeah. Full force, man. So I am excited to, to have the band back together in full force. And I'm really excited about our next guest because he's an OG in the world of acting. <laughs> uh, my first introduction to him was um, from one of his fantastic movies that ended with the famous line of, no, no, not Richie, not my Richie. And through the clothes. And, yeah. So that you know, I, I I really, really enjoyed that movie as a child. Um, and so without further ado, Julie, please introduce today's guest. We have a legend with us today. He has been acting for nearly 40 years. He's a star of the big screen, the small screen, the stage, earning Golden Globe and Tony Award nominations. And you loved him in classic films like La Bamba and Stand and Deliver. He recently starred on the acclaimed streaming series Longmire, the streaming drama Goliath, cable comedy You're the Worst, and the network crime drama Blue Bloods, as well as recurring roles on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Ranch. Now, y'all, he starred on Fox's hit series Prodigal Son, which returns for its second season tonight at nine o'clock, eight o'clock central on Fox. Please help me give a warm chief chat welcome to Lou Diamond Phillips. Hey. Hey, Leah. Hi, Julie. Hello. Hey. Good to be Hi. here. That's, that's awesome, man. You got you got a laundry list of things, man. It took it took about 10 minutes just to read your credit. It's, you know, I, that's why I can't read my resume on IMDb. It just puts me to sleep. I just get so tired. <laughs> I feel so overworked. That's hilarious. <laughs> Lou, thanks so much for joining us. And everybody watching, you know the drill, housekeeping. Drop a note in the comments. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Share some love and your comments and questions with Lou in the comment section below. We will be reading those live throughout the broadcast. Now is a great time to start your watch party to enjoy this live interview with your friends. And if you're not already following our page, you should because Chief Chats are every week and we have great guests lined up all for you. And so Lou, it's such a pleasure to have you with us today. Uh, can you tell us where you're joining us from today and how you've been faring during the pandemic? Uh, yes, because that's his story in and of itself. Uh, I am in New York City, where we film Prodigal Son. Um, moved out here, basically uh, uh, relocated for a little bit uh, from Los Angeles when I got the gig. And uh, my wife, uh, uh, Yvonne, and our daughter, Indigo, who's now 13, we have five cats and a dog. Oh, so, wow. yeah, yeah, we drove <laughs> uh, across country from L.A. to come to New York. And we're planning on doing that again uh, between seasons, you know, this last summer. Obviously, the pandemic hit, kind of pulled the rug out uh, from under everybody. And uh, we basically ended up, you know, uh, isolating in place, you know, hunkering down right here in New York City. Not a bad place to get stuck, to be honest. Uh, and, uh, you know, and just rode it out here. Um, have not been back to L.A. Uh, since uh, we relocated in June uh, of uh, 
oh my god 2018 i guess okay. so uh, uh yeah it's uh, um it's been different it's you know it's it's difficult like everybody else uh but uh we're you know back at work on prodigal son obviously with some very very stringent uh covid protocols making sure that everybody stays safe everybody stays healthy Whenever, uh, you know, whenever somebody, you know, has a little flare up, we put that ember out right away uh, and have uh, taken uh, immense steps to make sure that there is no spread. So, you know, we're very fortunate in being very, very cognizant uh, of what it takes, you know, to, to open up. That's great. Um, so glad to hear you guys are staying safe. I'm really curious about how you traveled with five cats, a dog, and a teenager across the country. Like the teenager part is way more impressive than the dogs and the animals. Uh, the, 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 the teenager uh, is a little more well-behaved. I mean, once we had our house broken, it was great. Um, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> an adventure. You know, my wife, uh, Yvonne, and uh, Indigo had never seen the Grand Canyon. We took a little trip, you know, side trip to do that. Uh, it was, you know, I mean, the phrase herding cats is very much, you know, uh, uh, accurate. And that that had, we, we, I got a Bandigo, you know, one of those uh, uh, sort of not quite an uh, RV, but not, but, but bigger than a van, you know, for all of the clothes that we had, because we knew we were coming for a year, um, at least. And uh, so there was a lot of room, you know, inside. But yeah, the, the the dogs and the cats had free reign, you know, inside, you know, so I'd, I'd end up with somebody in my lap driving down the road. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it, it worked out fine and, and it was an adventure. It really was. That's so cool. <laughs> so Lou, before we get into Prodigal Son, we have soldiers, airmen, guardians, Marines, sailors, and Coast Guard members. They're watching from all over the world. So we're off, um, you know, a rough 2020. What words of encouragement and hope do you have for our nation's heroes in the new year? Well, first of all, uh, thank goodness we're in a place in this country now where we recognize, you know, our, our men and women uh, who wear the uniform and who, you know, serve the country. Um, our gratitude, our respect uh, needs to be constant, you know, and not just on those special days, you know, you know, like Veterans Day or Memorial Day or anything like that. Uh, we need to constantly support our troops. Uh, as you know, I grew up in a military family, traveled all around the world. Uh, programs like this were huge for me, which is one of the reasons why I'm here, you know, uh, uh, you know, being stationed in faraway lands. My wife, Yvonne, you know, her, her dad was stationed in Germany, and that's, you know, kind of the story of her childhood. Uh, but first of all, thank you. Uh, and second of all, you know, stay the course. Uh, uh, we appreciate the service. We appreciate what you're doing. And, and. I think more than ever, we need to show, you know, the world that that uh, our our country is strong, that we are, you know, uh, uh, still the beacon of freedom and liberty, and uh, uh, we will do what we need to do to to defend that and to stand for that, you know. So so I think for everybody, it is it is a uh, a rededication to those things that make us particularly American, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, allegiance to country and not necessarily party. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. I know that um, everybody watching our military community, they appreciate those words. Um, and you, you mentioned this, you have your own connection to the military. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a military brat, if you will, and we're born on a naval installation uh, and also we're named for a Navy hero. What, what uh, more can you Marine. share about that? A Marine. Gunnery Marine hero. Yes. Yes. 
Gunnery Sergeant Llewellyn Diamond, uh, my dad. Uh, um, and it's funny because my biological father, Gerald Upchurch, and my father, uh, uh, stepdad, but father to me, George Phillips, both Navy men. Uh, and uh, uh, Gerald had read a biography on uh, uh, you know, Gunnery Sergeant Lou Diamond. He was called the Marine's Marine, served in the Pacific Theater during World War II. Um, and, you know, was, was kind of legendary. He was kind of the Audie Murphy of the, the South Pacific, wow. you know. So uh, he liked the name. And uh, a lot of people think I made it up because it does sound like a movie star name. My name, it's legit. Uh, and it's funny, a couple of guys that I've worked with, uh, Brian Keith, who was in the first Young Guns, and Jack Warden, who I did a Christmas movie with called The Three Kings. Both of those guys had actually met my namesake uh, because they served during oh, World War II. And it was very yeah. funny. I, I actually remember, you know, uh, Jack, um, first of all, Brian, I, get, I get in the van one morning on Young Guns and Brian Keith turns around and goes, who's the military man in your family? You know, my dad? He goes, I met Lou Diamond in a bar in Tokyo in 1948. <laughs> so then I do, yeah, then I do uh, uh, the movie with Jack Warden and uh, we used to have a cigar together at lunch. And Jack, Jack went, Lou Diamond. I went, yes, sir. He goes, no, no, no. I met the other one. I met him in a bar in Tokyo in 1958. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently that's where that's where Lou, you know, Gunny Sergeant Lou Diamond hung out after the war, letting other soldiers buy him beers. You know, good for him. <laughs> Everybody's at this bar what in Tokyo. What a story. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> so we're, we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to talk about your hit show, uh, Prodigal Son. So it, uh, it returns for a second season tonight on Fox. So if y'all are watching, watch it tonight. Um, and it's a, it's a crime drama starring you, Tom Payne, uh, Michael Sheen, Halston Sage, and Bellamy Young. Uh, that it's, centers around and it's massive. Uh, yeah, Frank Hart and Aurora Perrineau, uh, Keiko Agena. I mean, it's just a ridiculous ensemble cast. And uh, they just announced not long ago that uh, Captain Zeta-Jones is joining us. Oh, wow, so, man. I, yeah, oh. man, this powerhouse cast just got more powerful. Uh, and and uh, I'm actually directing an episode this season. Uh, I start tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to get to introduce uh, Miss Jones uh, to our to our world. So uh, nice. that's that's very exciting. Absolutely. Wow. So you you play uh, NYPD Lieutenant Gil Arroyo. Gil so, Arroyo. Can, can, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> so can you t can you tell us a little bit about the show? Uh, just. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's it defies description. You know, it's 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 a cop procedural. It's kind of a thriller. It's darkly comic, uh, and it's a family drama. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Silence of the Lambs meets This Is Us. You know, so, uh, you know, um, and uh, uh, Tom Payne plays Malcolm Bright, who's a, a a criminal profiler, and he's so good at his job because his father was a serial killer played by the amazing Michael Sheen. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he has learned so much about the process, but also it's that nature versus nurture. What part of, you know, murder is in his DNA? <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, you know, it, it's something that he carries with him and it, it constantly gives him this, you know, this anxiety and this baggage uh, and how his very rich family deals with it. You know, uh, um, after after you know, the, the patriarch obviously uh, was was uh, captured and found guilty, so uh, you know that's once again that's kind of a New York thing too. That that whole uh, uh, pyramid scheme guy, you know, uh, you know what happens there. Um, so, and my character is uh, the uh, lieutenant uh, of the uh, major major crimes unit, and 
I have a, a very special connection with Malcolm Bright because I was the guy that arrested his dad. And he saved my life because his dad was going to kill me that night. So, you know, we kind of bonded right away. Yeah. I've been sort of surrogate father to him, you know, ever since. And you've got, you've got the evil kind of, you know, genius uh, um, uh, Martin Whitley on the one shoulder. And, and you've got this really solid, you know, duty, honor, police guy, uh, uh, law and order on, on the other shoulder. Uh, but also being more of the, the loving kind of nurturing dad. So it's, it's a great dynamic and not one that you see in a lot of, you know, cop shows. Congratulations on the success that you've had with Prodigal Son. And I gotta tell you, Gil, such a stabilizing force compared to Malcolm Bright. Um, what's been your favorite part about the role and what can we expect in season two? Wow, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's that thing, man. Uh, I've been up for police lieutenants before and you know, it's the double-edged sword. You know, you you, know, you want to be on a hit show, but if you're on a hit show in a boring role, that's going to get really, really <laughs> fast, you know? Come season five or six or seven, you're like, oh, God, can you kill me already? <laughs> but, but from the outset, um, Gil was just, I don't know, man, he was just cool. You've never seen a, a police lieutenant who has this sort of, you know, Papa Gil Papa Bear instinct that, that you know, the Gilaroyo does. And not just with Malcolm, but with his whole team. And we're going to see a lot more of that, you know, uh, uh, this season. You, you saw a little bit of it with Danny and their relationship, you know, gets stronger this season. But he's also got a very strong bond with JT. And we'll see that right off the bat tonight. So. Uh, JT, you know, finds himself in a situation that's literally pulled from the headlines. And, you know, uh, how the whole team responds to that. So right off the bat, you know, in reading the, the pilot script a year and a half ago, I was so taken by the fact that I wouldn't always have to just go, you guys be careful out there. That's what, you know, police lieutenants on TV do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the fact that, you know, I was going to have this relationship with Jessica, that I had this history with the family, that there was a lot of, you know, history and emotional baggage to be unpacked. Uh, made the character really interesting. And the very first line of description about Gil is that his fashion sense stopped with Steve McQueen in Bullet. So I'm like, <laughs> I know that guy. I, I, am, I am that guy. So he's got the turtlenecks. I mean, he's retro without trying to be retro. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just who he is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is cracking me up. So um, <laughs> it's good launching a new season during a pandemic what has that been like um how has COVID-19 changed production of this show for you guys it's um wow I mean it's it's just huge I, every single day we think our lucky stars that we actually even get to go to work you know uh mm -hmm. and and it'll be a shorter season this year uh we would have started you know last June didn't actually start until October, so we have a 13-episode order. They had to get all of all, all of their protocols in place, and that was, you know, in, in negotiations with the Screen Actors Guild, the Directors Guild, the Producers Guild, mm -hmm. you know, all, IOTSE, all the way down the line. So that because I mean, many people are, are surprised when they come to a film set. It takes hundreds of people. There are hundreds of people there, and we're all working in close proximity. And they had to come up with a a, a battle plan, if you will you know, for uh, how we would approach the filming. And there are different zones. Uh, certain crew only goes into certain zones. The red zone around camera is for actors, camera people, and, and you know, the, the makeup and hair and all that stuff that has to come in. And we've gotten very um, 
organized in, in, in into how the machine works. Uh, you know, uh, we're all a bunch of creative types, man. We're all mm -hmm. a bunch of artsy fartsy, you know, goofballs. Uh, but you know, we've all had to, <laughs> yeah, we've all had to become a little bit more like a surgical team. You know, everybody's mm -hmm. masked up. We only take the masks off when the camera rolls. Uh, uh, actors come in only when it's time to act, when it's time to light, when it's time to set up, when it's time to art direct, all of that other stuff. And so that's added time, you know, to the schedule, but, but it's kept everybody safe and we're all getting tested, uh, uh, constantly, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, directing mm -hmm. this week. I've been tested four times already, you know, oh, wow. so just making sure that, that, you know, we, we catch, uh, any outbreak of uh, asymptomatic or otherwise, you know, before it can cause any, any great damage. And, mm. uh, you know, that way we can, we can keep the wheels turning, you know, we can keep the, the ship, you know, moving. So, uh, um, we've all happily, uh, complied with what it, and that, and that includes when we're away from set too, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you're making the choice to, to stay in your bubble with your family and to not go out and, and basically tempt fate because, mm. You know, you you won't be allowed to come to work, uh, and uh, that's you know that's that's important to a lot of people. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys are, are staying safe on on the set, and so that that's, mm -hmm. that's the main thing. And so uh, absolutely. Uh, but so you did mention something about you uh, are, are are directing a sh an episode this this season, which is awesome, and I know you're super excited about that. Um, so what what's it like being behind the camera? Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's one of my, my favorite places. Uh, you know, a lot of people go, well, would you rather do that than act? It's like, no, acting's my first love. Uh, you know, but you know, I, I write, I had a novel that just came out last fall that I did with my wife, Yvonne, uh, uh which has a lovely military aspect to it, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, uh, you know, my screenwriting, whether I'm doing acting on, on stage or, you know, uh, on, on film or television, little, you know, uh, uh, comedy shorts and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I look at it uh, as uh, uh, different branches of the same creative tree. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just changing the toolbox, you know. Uh, but the beauty of, of uh, directing is that, you know, you're painting the whole picture. As an actor, you have this tunnel vision. It's like my character, what am I doing? <laughs> what are my lines? Uh, and, and all of that. With mm -hmm. this, it's like, ooh, I want it to look like this, and we're gonna dolly here, and uh, I want, you know, uh, uh, you get to design the whole thing, you know, uh, which, which is really wonderful. And and I'm working with the technicians much closer than than you do as an actor. Um, uh, I mean, obviously we're seeing the crew all the time, but to actually have a great conversation with my my wardrobe designer or my cinematographer, and go, here's the color palette, here's what we want to evoke, and here's you know our touchstones. I mean, it's, it's uh, different muscles, you know, the, that you have as an actor. And uh, I really appreciate using that, that, you know, side of my brain, not to mention the very basic uh, uh, logistics of getting an army moving in the right direction. Absolutely. You know, you've got a couple of hundred people and you all want to be pulling the same way, making the same, you know, uh, product and not, you know, all pulling in disparate directions where, where it just ends up being a, a cluster of humans. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you get a chance to, uh, to to make Gil have a different tur tur turtleneck or something? <laughs> you know, yeah, no, yeah, maybe something a little more elegant. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I guess I could if I wanted to, but uh, no, no, uh, the, the, uh, I have to say Katie Riley, who does our, our wardrobe, uh, is a genius and she makes us all look good. And, uh, you know, I got to say, 
uh, I, I've done so many, you know, films, you know, like like Young Guns or or you know, Dark Land or even Longmire, where I'm the guy out in the desert, you know, boots <laughs> 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 and flannel. Uh, it's it's nice to wear nice clothes and overcoats <laughs> and some Brooks Brothers and work in you know luxury apartments. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 tonight's a big night, right? The season uh, debut for season two. Uh, so how do you plan to celebrate? Uh, will you be watching with your family, friends, or? or- oh, I'll, I'll well, I'll tell 100% be watching with the family. Uh, what's what's nice is they uh, they give us the the cuts before they actually air. So I've seen it. It's amazing. It's hilarious, uh, and it's mm-hmm. and it's big. I mean, it it is everything that made the show a hit last year. Uh, and and one of the reasons I I tend to watch it early is so that I can live tweet with uh, with anybody who watches the show. Oh, I did it all nice. last season. A lot of our cast does that. Uh, and so yeah, when it airs uh, East Coast time, uh, I'll be uh, doing the live tweeting. Unfortunately, I probably won't be able to uh, for West Coast time because I got to get up and direct in the morning. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I will be live tweeting uh, the Eastern feed. So you, you're, are you tweeting from your personal page or, you, or, or from? You know, people always go, hey, man, are, yeah, that's my page. It's the blue check. And they go, well, are your people answering, you know, everybody's <laughs> no, no. If I wish you happy birthday, it's me wishing you happy birthday. And, you know, the, the ton of cat pics that my wife takes. <laughs> and the dad jokes, they're all mine. Guilty uh, as charged. I'm gonna watch tonight, and I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna look at your tweets. I want to do that. I think there that'll be a go. good way to spend the night. That that sounds fun. And now <laughs> that I know it's really you, and not like your people doing it, that's even best, even better. That's people. awesome. I have people. I don't have people. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So Lou, you touched on this slightly, but if starring on a hit TV show wasn't enough for you right now, you're celebrating the launch of your first book. So could you tell us about the Tinderbox? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I heard your wife and then the illustrations, right? They were done by Yvonne. So yes. kind of a family yeah. affair here too. A hundred percent. Well, I mean, the, the, the whole inspiration started with her. You know, when we started dating 15, 16 years ago, you know, I show her, you know, my, my, my writing so that she thinks I'm smart and <laughs> she shows me her etchings. Uh, and I had seen a lot of her artwork and she had, had done, she had done these beautiful manga style and she, she's such a nerd and such a geek that she was in a manga before it became hip here. You know, she literally had to go to the bookstore to get it. Now you can get it all online and everybody loves anime and loves manga, but she, she was into manga back then in the, in the nineties. And, uh, had done these uh, uh, drawings uh, that were going to be a graphic novel. And it was inspired by Hans Christian Andersen's The Tinderbox. Well, when I saw them, I went, wow, this is this could be a movie. This is, you know, this is like some post-apocalyptic Star Wars kind of thing, right? And she went, great, do it. So I wrote the screenplay and, and uh, finished the screenplay and went, man, this is really expensive. Nobody's going to give me this money. So I talked about it with my manager, talked about it with Yvonne. We decided to write the novel, you know, and, and so I, I had been working on the book for a long time. Uh, my day job kept getting in the way. I kept getting, <laughs> you know? funny how that happens, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but so it took about 10 years. And, uh, uh I have to say wow. Craig Johnson was amazing. Uh, because I showed him the first couple of chapters, he and his wife, Judy, I said, am I wasting my time? And he went, no, no, you got to finish this. This is good. Uh, and so thanks to him, you know, I, I kept writing. And then in, in the later stages of uh, novelist, best-selling author, Chris Bojalian, 
mm-hmm. who's become a friend as well, was wonderful, and and he pointed me in the right direction. And you know, it's he's really the reason why it got uh, got published. Uh, and his, by the way, if you guys are binging stuff, uh, the flight attendant. The, the first of all, the book is great. Read that. But the miniseries is fantastic too, and that's my buddy. I'm so proud of him. Oh wow! Yeah, I just watched that this week, this past week. Right? Yeah, she was telling me to binge it and I haven't I haven't gone there yet but now I'm gonna have to especially if you're recommending it so on my list of things to do now too well not because I recommended it but because Lou recommended it if Lou says it I'm doing it um you you come in second where's the love Julie where's the love well you wanted a little more animosity on the show right she's like you wanted to pin Julie against each other here you go What was wonderful is that, so, I mean, the pandemic hit, couldn't work. Uh, I I now suddenly had eight months or so to to do the final uh, draft, to do Mm. all the rewrites, uh, uh, address the uh, editors and publishers notes uh, and my agents notes. And and so that's, you know, suddenly I at least had an outlet and could fine tune the novel. uh, And uh, uh, Yvonne, uh, the funny thing is, as we're doing the novel, Yvonne's going, "I, I don't illustrate sci-fi it's a sci-fi <laughs> novel now that you so <laughs> but but she she really got out of her comfort zone and uh created some fantastical creatures did some real kind of steampunk more like you know barbarella uh flash gordon retro sci-fi which is really cool and and yet it still has some you know uh um graphic novel uh influences but yeah, in the hardcover version, uh, she's done 30 illustrations and they're just amazing. Wow. Uh, and you can see her artwork uh, on a daily basis on her Instagram, uh, Yvonne Phillips uh, is out there. Awesome. Have to check that out. Absolutely. So talk about writing process. You have experience with screenwriting, but how um, how's writing a novel? How does that vary from screenwriting? Were there big differences for you? Yes. Uh, and, and it's interesting because, you know, this whole conversation we've had actually overlaps. It's very bizarre because it, it, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it affects everything. Uh, yes, I've written a bunch of screenplays. And, and, and so it wasn't just taking the screenplay and sort of, you know, fleshing it out, which I look at, you know, from my director's point of view. You know, what am I seeing? What are the colors? What's the setting? What, you know, what does the hardware look like? What are the, what are the characters wearing? What are their inner thoughts? And uh, the inner thoughts are something that you don't always put in a screenplay. You, 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 you convey that through dialogue. And so I had to go back. Um, uh, I have to say my uh, editor, Rhett Bruno uh, at Aethon Books, was very good in, in helping me uh, not head hop. Because as a director, if there's six people in the scene, I'm going to shoot a close up on each one of them. And, and know what they're thinking and try to, you know, make sure that they stay alive in a scene. You can't do that necessarily in a novel. It's called head hopping and, you know, then it gets confusing and not as, as readable. So it was picking those points of view, looking at, you know, whose emotions are, are, are carrying the action in whatever given scene. Um, and then once again, applying a, a uh, overview director's perspective to it. Um, and, and having, you know, having worked in sci-fi, having worked in horror, having, you know, worked in, in drama uh, and playing a lot of different characters that allowed me to get into the head of, you know, a teenage girl or her mother or, you know, the, the uh, um, any one of the army, you know, commanders uh, and, and then give, make it very, very specific to them. Uh, and, and so um, at this point in my life, at my age, all of that experience and all of that, you know, uh, baggage uh hopefully wisdom uh applied to writing the novel and then it was just a matter of going back to 
you know, narrative writing 101 and remembering the fundamentals. Okay, awesome, awesome. So um, we talked about your IMDb and how it makes you fall asleep because you've done so much. So, so can you tell us what else you're working on? Uh, is there anything else out there that you got going on that you can tell us about? Oh my God, well, I mean, right now it's all about Prodigal, you know, uh, it, it's all that. Uh, the response to the novel was so fantastic. The reviews were wonderful. Uh, and so, you know, Yvonne and I are working on a sequel. Uh, and uh, we, yeah, we had an idea in our minds for a long time and it wasn't really righteous yet. And then out of the blue, Yvonne came up with this idea. Uh, so she'll get story credit on it. And, and it's fantastic. And it's, uh, it's a sequel, but uh, it's, it, it's in that world. Uh, there, there, well, you, a lot of people have fallen in love with these characters, but then there will be some new ones that are introduced as well. So, uh, um, I'm uh, about a third of the way through that now, and uh, I had to put it aside to start directing and focus on this, mm -hmm. but I'll get back to that again soon. Um, as far as other projects go, I've always got some irons in the fire, um, mm -hmm. working on a, a novel adaptation uh, for a miniseries, um, so doing some, still doing some screenwriting, uh, and uh, uh, there's the potential of, of doing some more directing stuff down the road as well. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, what, it all, a lot of it depends on, you know, scheduling and time uh, to, to potentially make up for the shorter season this year. They might give, there's no official pickup yet, but they might give us a longer season next year, which means we will be starting sooner, which means I'd have less time over the summer to do something else. And I might just want to like, you know, take a breath. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of balls in the air right now. Exciting stuff for you. That's that's awesome. Um, you've been. I feel like you've always been around um, me. Like I have. If, like when I've like <laughs> I don't know. Like I remember seeing your films when I was younger, and then here you are talking with you live today. So that's that's great that your success you have it you know mapped out to continue uh, beyond today as well. Um, did want to turn to our live feed where we have folks watching from all over the world, and just wanted to share some of the comments with you. So Carla Contreras is watching, and she says, "Wow, I'm learning military history." Didn't know where his name came from. Awesome. Um, Vanessa says, what? And then um, Carla also says that she has never seen Prodigal Son, but tonight she's going to be watching. She's she's not going to miss it. Um, well, you know, you can binge. You can binge the whole first season, by the way, uh, on Hulu or Fox Now. Uh, yes. So, yeah. uh, yeah, th those people who will be watching it for the first time tonight <laughs> will have some questions. So, <laughs> don't want to go back. <laughs> and then Patricia says um, that she wants to check out your book as well, that it sounds great. And we, Leah, did I miss anybody? I think I missed. The full There's title of that, by the tell. way, the full title of the book is The Tinderbox Soldier of Indira. Soldier so. of Indira. Okay. I knew that it had a, um, a soldier of it, then I was like, I don't want to mispronounce it. And now I'm like nervous. So I just yeah, stopped no, at the, yeah. <laughs> the tinderbox. So I'm like, I don't want to like, embarrass myself in front of you. So, um, but we do great feedback on the live. Um, and then Susan says, my husband and I are fans of Prodigal Son. We watch it on AFN Spectrum. So you're reaching the troops overseas. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> you know that, man. And ha happy to be giving some, uh, you know, some entertainment and, uh, you know, once again, sending my love. Excellent. Thank you. So everybody, as a reminder, Prodigal Son is back for season two on Fox tonight at nine, eight central. So if you're watching, follow product at Prodigal Son Fox at 
prodigal son fox on facebook twitter and instagram lou is active on social media he'll be tweeting live so lou before we say goodbye Remind us where can folks follow along with your live tweets tonight? I am on Twitter and I'm on Twitter only. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a Neanderthal man. I can't. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not on Instagram. There are, there are a few people posing as me, but I am. <laughs> so Tech. don't follow those accounts. Yeah. Well, that's Lou Cubit Zirconian Phillips. Lou C Z Phillips. I'm at Loud Phillips. Lou D Phillips. Uh, on Twitter, and I'll be there tonight. It does spell loud. How about that? Oh. Who knew? <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is that, that the first time I ever directed, I saw that because my name is so long, they couldn't put it on the slate. I looked up and saw them marking a scene, and it said "Loud Phillips," and I went, "I guess I am." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as we all have got a chance to hear, man, you are a super busy person, but we absolutely appreciate you. Uh, sharing some some of that, you know, carving out some time and, and, and talking to us and our viewers on Chief Chat, man. It's, that's that's totally awesome. My absolute pleasure, guys. Uh, God bless you. And uh, like I said, love and respect. So uh, just know this means so much to, you know, America's airmen, uh, soldiers, guardians, because we have Space Force now and their their official term is guardian. Right. So, oh, so yep. So uh, sailors, Marines, Coast Guard members, that we definitely appreciate you on behalf of all the men and women that wear a uniform. Uh, I want to thank you for what you do to, to, you know, get us into a place where we can uh, take our mind off of the craziness that we deal with on a regular basis. So we appreciate yeah. you for that. Thank you, Chief. So we, we wish you all the best and uh, thank you so much. And uh, Chief Chat out. Chief Chat out. Bye. 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 For more information about your exchange benefit and to shop tax-free for life, visit shopmyexchange.com. To view this episode of Chief Chat or to watch live, visit facebook.com slash shopmyexchange.